Hello and welcome to the Church Music Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. Today I'm going to share some of the thoughts that have been going through my head of just what could things look like in the fall as we're thinking and planning and trying to prepare for... Uh, I told my senior pastor last week about 256 different scenarios and it's probably not that high, but I'm thinking through a few different things. Um, this is hard. This is really, really hard. I talked about it a little bit on Monday's podcast, specifically toward handbells. And, it, and it's kind of a different thing because with handbells, obviously you're not uh, vocalizing, you're not uh, singing. So you can, you can do things like what I'm currently doing with my bell choir, which is doing smaller groups of six, being farther apart, wearing masks, and making music. Um, I've been doing that the last three Wednesday or Tuesday nights, and it's been wonderful. It's been really fun. Um, and I think after three months of not making music, you realize how much you appreciate it and how much it uh, speaks to your spirit. But with choir, it's different. It just flat out is. What do we do? And so, I'm going to talk through some different scenarios that have been going through my head. Um, and I think each one is going to be regionally <laughs> appropriate for where you are. Um, you know, if you're out in a rural area and the coronavirus really hasn't hit your area hard at all, then you may be able to more comfortably and even possibly more safely um, get together and make music again in the fall. Um, I'm in Houston, and over the past week, we've seen our increase in uh, coronavirus cases and deaths go up over the past week. Now, this is in June, when the temperature's getting warmer, the humidity level's going up, which should, obviously, according to what experts say, um, should not pose an increase in the virus but yet here we are now there's lots of factors I'm sure um, and I think here in Texas we've tried to get back to normal with air quotes as much as we can and not always have people been taking precautions like they should um, and so that is, it is what it is so um, I'm going to start with that thought process of, okay, what if nothing really changes between now and September when I'm wanting to resume rehearsals with my choir? If we are still where we are right now, what is rehearsal going to look like? Is there going to be a choir? Is that something that's even a, a realistic possibility? Well, one of the things that's been recommended is being outside. Um, if you can't hear, I am outside recording right now. You hear all the wonderful sounds of the birds in the background. But the hardest part for that, for me, um, is that even in September, <laughs> evenings in Houston can still be kind of hot and humid. And I don't know how many people would want to come to a choir rehearsal that's outside and it's you know, 
86 degrees at 7 o'clock with 92% humidity. Not always the most fun thing. Okay, so if that's not a practicality for me, what else is there? I don't personally like the virtual choir thing. It's not a choir. <laughs> it's putting together a recording. But if that ended up being the only option, uh, I guess I'd have to consider it. For me, what I'm kind of thinking about on the if nothing really changes between now and then is to say, okay, here's the music. Um, I will send you rehearsal recordings and, and you know try to do some individual practicing um, and kind of be creative in how that works on rehearsing. Again, I'm not really the fan, the biggest fan of the Zoom call of, hey, we're going to sing together, everybody mute your mic. Because that's not really singing together. That's singing individually, collectively. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds weird, but that, that's just kind of my thought process on it. Again, if that's the option, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm still trying to kind of come up with some creative things. All right, so that's if nothing changes. Well, what if, what if we can get together in smaller groups? Um, some of the thoughts I've toyed around with on that are, you know, having sectionals. Whether that's soprano altos individually or together, uh, tenor basses individually or together, and then um, looking at having an overlap. I don't know what that would look like space-wise or person-wise um, or it could be you know at least for the fall it could be women's choir and men's choir um, there's there's some possibilities there as well um, and then obviously you know the whole <laughs> hope we're all having is if things improve and we can get back to regular in-person rehearsals things are gonna still look different I think we'll probably have to cut down on the length of our rehearsal time um, because I think that's one of the things that's been uh, a big encouragement in all of this is that the exposure and contact um, the time period so the length of the rehearsal if it's you know if you're typically rehearsing for an hour to an hour and 15 minutes as I typically do um, maybe it's 45 minutes, you know, so that way you can, can kind of spread out that contact a little bit. Um, the reality is no matter what, it's going to be different. It's going to look different. It's going to be different. And as much as I hate saying it, I think for many of us, at least for the fall, we're probably going to have less participating. Um, just because of unsurety to go out um, or again if people actually you know contract the virus and get sick and have to quarantine um, so it's going to take some creativity for all of us as directors it's going to take a lot of work for us as directors to to really wrestle with this and and map out what's going on um, so for all of us, we really have to be 
taking in as much information as we can. And the reality is we can hear one thing that proves one point of view and another that proves another point of view. And so where do you where do you go? And for me the thing I've come back to again and again in all of this is just to be patient. We hate hate being patient. But yet it's in our best interest and it's in the best interest of our choirs and others around us to be patient. Just because we can do something doesn't always mean we should. Sure, we could get people together right now in smaller groups and put together some smaller choirs. And I think there's there's some validity in that. But is that the wisest? For me, the answer right now is no. It's not the wisest. And so, um, for me, I'm exercising that patience, but yet, I know that September is going to come very soon, and so I have to start figuring out what, what does things look like. And you're probably in the same boat. You're probably saying, okay, I need to pick out music, I need to score study, I need to plan, I need to prepare what am I preparing for? And it's stressful to be in this holding pattern. I get it. I'm living in it right now, just as you are. It's it's tiring. It's emotionally draining. So, what do we do? Well, the first thing is pray. <laughs> I mean, that makes perfect sense, right? We We go to God and say, God... I don't have all the answers for this, but I know you do. I know that you are bigger than all of this, and you're going to give wisdom. The second thing is, like I said, we, we take in as much information as we can. Um, a great podcast that I've been listening to um, is the Coralosophy podcast. Um, Chris does such a great job with really level-headedly sharing information. He's had a couple of excellent medical experts and he's asked pointedly because he's a choir director so you know that's his livelihood he wants to ask those questions that we all are asking is when can we safely sing together again and I encourage you to listen to those episodes because I think they give you at least for me they give you a little bit more hope um, where after the uh, Nats webinar that uh, was basically saying, I don't think we're going to be able to sing for a couple of years. Um, and there was a lot of panic. Um, I thought that, that what Chris did in the Choralosophy podcast did a great job of really just kind of laying out the, well, no, let's, let's, let's calm down. Let's, let's have some, some patience in all of this. And that's the hard part. We want an answer, we want a direction, we want to go now, because that's what we're used to. You know, we, we have this plan. And so I'd encourage you in this time of just being patient to do two things. First, work on organizing. That's always a good thing. Um, to be able to, to have things sorted and organized, cataloged, and I get it. We can do that for days and days and days and not really feel like we're being actually productive. But um, I think that, that gives you a good handle on where you're at and what you've got 
um, so that if you do have to be flexible and sing um, two-part music or three-part music you know what you have or if you have to do women together and men together you know what you have and what you need but the other thing is I'd encourage you to focus on enjoying I know it's hard but enjoying the moment one of the things for me in all of this is I've been able to spend more time with my wife and my daughters where I would basically be running around doing things just sometimes for the sake of being busy or they would be busy with their schedules we haven't had that over the past three months it's been an opportunity to to be more together and so use this time wisely for you as you wait as you're patient as you try to figure out what the next step is and we'll we'll figure it out um so i'd encourage you keep listening here on the podcast i will share ideas as they come to me um, because we're all working through this together we're all collectively putting our heads together to solve problems and I do not have all of the answers. I don't even have any, many of the answers at all. And that's okay. But what I want to do is I want to give that encouragement for all of us to be creatively thinking, creatively brainstorming, praying, seeking God's direction as to what what our choirs look like in the fall. And that's, that's going to be a challenge, but we will figure it out. So keep checking back. Join the Facebook group for Church Music Makers um, and share your thoughts there. And keep checking out the blog, www.churchmusicmakers.com. And I hope you have a great day.